Chris Exusian, our PGA Tour expert, man. And I'll tell you what, Chris, another fantastic weekend last week. We cashed in a couple top 20s. Jason Day looked good. Scotty Scheffler looked good. But I just want to point out, Brooks Kepka was in the hunt. He was in the hunt in a big way. I think 26 to 1, we had him to, to win the whole thing. He looked really good, but Colin Morikawa is about as good as it gets. One heck of a golfer there. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Sean. Uh, this is a great stretch of golf, honestly. The PGA is rocking right now. Uh, these tournaments have all been good. We're on the floor to stretch here. We're coming up to the players next week, and the Arnold Palmer Invitational is this week. Yeah, we were close. Uh, Brooks kept on Saturday. His neck was really hurting him. Uh, it was bothering him all day. I believe that if he didn't have that neck issue on Saturday, I think he, he would have made a little bit more noise to win. But uh, Sky Shepard came out firing, like I told you, about, about Sky Shepard with these no-cut events. He's a guy that rises and fires. And uh, Sunday, he was rising and firing. It was just unfortunate on a par five. He ended up hitting the water, and that pretty much ended it for him there. But uh, at 46.5 to 1, that was definitely a live dog, to say the least. But overall, great tournament, profitable week. Uh, and I'm really excited about Arnold Palmer Invitational. All right. Chris Ebaum is where you can find him on socials, at OTT Matchups, for the matchup plays that he will be putting out there on Friday. You better be uh, in tune with everything that Chris Exusian is firing these days on socials because it is nothing but winners when it comes to the PGA Tour. All right, now let's go ahead and start talking about the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Going down in Orlando at the Bay Hill Club and Lodge, uh, par 72, and uh, past winners, uh, Tyrell Hatton. One minus four under last year. This was the final tournament with fans. Basically, the final tournament that was normal uh, before the pandemic hit and shut everything down. Uh, other past winners: Francisco Malinari shot twelve under in two thousand and nineteen, and in two thousand and eighteen, a guy by the name of Rory McIlroy went minus eighteen under, where he defeated Bryson DeChambeau. So, some pretty big names as far as previous winners. But your thoughts on the course? Let's start there, Chris is what well pretty much this is a, a really famous course uh the bay hill club and lodge uh it's well known it's very historic uh we have 123 players in this tournament top 65 are going to make the cut uh what i feel is going to be important here is strokes gain off the team what i mean is distance does help but you got to be accurate on these fairways because these roughs are not going to be fun if you hit in them it's going to be really hard to hit out of them for the most part. So fairway accuracy is going to be important, and distance will definitely help as well. And strokes gain approach. Uh, this is an approach course, so a second-shot course, if you will. So while the greens aren't as difficult as the last ones where they're sloping all over the place and pretty much near impossible to read, uh, these greens are going to be a lot easier to read. So I tend to look at guys that can strike the ball, and you're going to get value on guys that don't really cut the ball well because – these greens aren't going to be that difficult. So uh, something to also notice as well that I've noticed with the Florida courses, they have a lot of out-of-bounce areas, not, not with just the water, but if you go around the course, they have lines all over the course that are pretty close. If you hit it outside of those lines, you're going to lose a stroke. And, you know, those are hittable balls, but those are the rules out there with these courses in Florida. So uh, big bombers like Bryson might be in a little bit of trouble because if they hit some balls deep and they get past the out of line, he's going to lose strokes. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. 
Excellent. All right. Well, as you said, they are in Florida, and uh, the there is water in play on nine holes, and all poor, all four par threes are over 195, and four reachable par fives on this course. And uh, I like this, Chris, and I'm pretty sure you will as well, because uh, the Torrey Pines takeover hit in a big way for Chris Exution. Recent winners also found success at Torrey Pines. Hopefully that translates over to the sports gambling side of things for us. Because I'll tell you what, you were on fire that weekend. Uh, matter of fact, I just sent in the graphic. We will be pulling up your Tory Pines uh, winner, which was uh, Ryan Palmer, leader after one at twenty-five to one. Or no, it was excuse me to win it all. You had uh, uh, Patrick Reed in that tournament. Patrick yeah, Reed uh, yep. won twenty-five. So that's going up to the rafters. Come on! But he gives me so many winners, it's easy to confuse. All right, <laughs> um, Chris. Let's go ahead and take a look at DraftKings Sportsbook top five players. Let's start there. Rory at the top. Bryce and DeChambeau two. Uh, Hovland at three. Tyrell Hatton, who we just discussed, he's at four. And Patrick Reed as well uh, fills out the top five as far as odds on favorite this weekend for the Arnie Palmer Invitational. Let's start with Rory, plus 850 to win it. Top five, plus 200. Top 10, plus money as well, plus 110. Your thoughts on Rory getting it done this weekend? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Rory actually had a really good Sunday this past Sunday, and he looked like a little bit more of himself. Uh, He's in here as a favorite, as an eight-and-a-half favorite for the most part. And honestly, uh, it's too low of a number for me for Rory. I still feel like he has to really show me something for the most part. There's, Like I said, there's so many good golfers on this tour. Uh, that's what's so great about the PGA. It's not just like Tiger versus everybody, you know. It's the, A lot of these guys, especially the young guys, they're playing really well. So it's only at eight and a half. Uh, I can't really take anybody there as far as that goes. But I think Rory should have a really good outing this week. All right, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, you spoke about him. Possibly, you know, he's got the long driver. We know what type of power he brings to the table, but uh, will he be precise with his shots? Plus 1,200. Again, Bryson DeChambeau, 12 to 1. Pretty nice payout there, though. Yeah, I'm staying far away from him. Uh, I'm, he's more of a feats or famine guy. Uh, if you know what, he has a chance of doing well. If he, if his driver's accurate and he's crushing and he, and he can cut up the course like nobody else, um, he's going to gain a lot of strokes that way. The greens aren't that hard, but my main issue is, you know, with all the out of bounds areas and Bryson hasn't really been in great, great form of late. Uh, he can turn it all on and off every so often, but, uh, at 12 to one, uh, those odds, I just can't do with him. All right, what about Hovland? Anything there with Victor Hovland? Uh, you know, you know how much I love Victor Hovland. He is unbelievable. His ball striking is great. He doesn't really, he doesn't really care out there. He doesn't get frustrated. I swear the guy's just high all the time when he's playing. He's just like enjoying, smiling, giggling, having a good time. Nothing worries him. He's one of the best ball strikers on tour, period. And uh, now the bookmakers are starting to recognize this. And at this number, personally, I just can't take him because I don't know if he's going to fall at some point. I don't think he's going to because he's just been playing so amazing. But the odds are just not good enough for me for Victor Offland here. All right. And then uh, we'll final up. We'll, we'll finish here with Patrick Reed, who, you know what? Push come to shove. Patrick Reed knows how to get the job done. Patrick Reed plus or 18 to 1 to win it, 4 to 1 as far as top 5, plus 175 for the top 10. Yeah, so uh, if I'm looking at something for uh, Patrick Reed, uh, we all know he's the guy, he's the villain, the heel of the PGA for the most part. Uh, 
the best around green game player that I can even think of on tour. I think he's better than Jason Day now. He's absolutely amazing around the green. Uh, does pretty much everything right. Uh, I'm personally not going to take him to win. I wouldn't be shocked if he won because when people doubt him, that's when he rises to the top. So if I were to take him for something, I would probably take him at like a top 10. All right, we're talking to Chris Exushin, rising and firing here on a Wednesday, getting ready for the Arnie Palmer Invitational teeing off tomorrow. Shout out to our good friends over at Swingin' and Ding It for another fantastic uh, tournament for DraftKings Sportsbook as far as fantasy is concerned. Be sure to check us out at foxphlgambler.com for all the information so you can get involved in future events. Of course, we got ourselves a mean one next week, Chris. The players, TPC, baby, next weekend. Wow, that's going to be a fun one. Absolutely. That's a big boy tournament. Uh, guys look at this as much as any of the other majors. They call it the fifth major. Uh, this is this is a humongous purse of $15 million. Uh, a lot of players, even Rory himself says, he felt like winning the players completes his, his career for the most part. He didn't feel like his career would be complete without winning the players. So it is a big deal next weekend. It'll be an awesome tournament to get locked in on. We'll go ahead and break that one down next Wednesday. Let's stay on the Arnie Palmer Invitational here, and and let's talk about leader after one. A lot of bang for your buck when it comes to this one. Uh, been flirting, and you know what? Got lucky. Got lucky. Hit Webb Simpson. I was able to cash in just a little bit small play, uh, but still, hey, we'll t- we never complain about the wins here on a daily ticket. But leader after one for Chris Exution. How high are we going? Let's start there. Well, I got some really big odds there, but I wanted to get into your Webb Simpson, actually. Uh, you know what I talked about last week with analyzing the courses? RBC Heritage was one of those courses. And you know who won the RBC Heritage? Webb Simpson. Webb Simpson. So there you go. Even a shorter course, it was a design that he was used to. And uh, it was good to see that data followed through, and you were able to catch him with that first-round winner. So hey, you know, and you know what, too, Chris, when I was watching last weekend, I saw – the harbor, like the, the, what you were talking about with the course, comparison mm-hmm. to the course. I saw that as well. I thought that was a fantastic comparison by you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I tried to get some sort of data for a new course, which was pretty awesome to watch anyway. But yeah. I'm going to get into later after the first round. I got three guys for you. Uh, I already said on Twitter, if you follow me at Chris Ebaum, I gave a leak of one of the, one of the first round leaders. That's Paul Casey at 33 to 1. He's ranked third in approach shots greater than 200 yards. He's in great form. A lot of guys haven't seen him because he's been on the European tour. Uh, what he did there pretty much was um, he was he got first in the Dubai Desert Classic, and then he got 12th as well in the Saudi Inter- International. So uh, he's been playing unbelievable. I've been dying to play him when he cut, was coming back to the States. Uh, he actually had a very good uh, U.S. run as well. He got eighth in the American Express and fifth in the AT&T. So... Uh, I really like him here. He hits fairways very well. Um, about 70% he hits fairways, and he hits at 310 yards per drive. So nobody's doing that on tour based on that distance and that fairway percentage. So give me Paul Casey, 33-1 to there. Uh, I'm also looking at Corey Connor, 66-1. to uh, He's very good off the tee in the pro shots. Uh, those are, I feel, are going to be the two most important things for his course. And then to go along with this, he hits 71.66 fairway hits. So that's going to be very important to hit those fairways because if you're not going to hit fairways here, you're going to be done. And finally, uh, Taylor Gooch, 70-1. to 1. I have him ranked as my best golfer based on first-round scoring within the entire field on this kind of uh, on this kind of course here. Gooch is an overall solid golfer. Uh, his strong suits are his putting, his strokes game total. So uh, I think it's a worth, uh, long shot worth considering here. 
Taylor Gooch. Yeah, we got him 70 to 1. Love the sound of that. We're talking to Chris Exusion. Of course, leader after one right there. Let's keep it moving. How about a golfer or two you're looking at for maybe top 20? A lot of people like the top 20. Keeps them in. A little bit cheaper to play. Not the greatest payouts, but still fun to be involved. Top 20. A lot of people think it's easy to pick a top 20 golfer as well. It's not. I'm just filling you in. It's not. But any golfers that you're looking at for top 20, Chris? So I got three golfers I really like for top 20. I'm going to go first one, uh, one of my personal favorites, Sun J.M., plus 125. He's second best strokes game total uh, on strokes game total numbers out in the entire field of three years worth of data for this event. He's been excellent on at this event for the most part. He plays well in Florida. He won the Honda Classic right before you know the, the shutdown happened. He's very accurate off the tee and was hitting 70% of his fairways. He's a ball-striking machine. I know the greens aren't that difficult, so I'm not worried too much about his putting there. Uh, I like Hideki Matsuyama plus 138. Also another guy that's a ball-striking machine and bad putting. But you know what? He actually played really well last week at the Genesis. He only he lost a little bit under one stroke game putting for the tournament, and those greens were very difficult. So that's like shooting like a six over probably for other golfers on tour. So uh, he's been positive in the strokes game putting the half of the round last week. So I think that's also a really good sign. And I was watching him live. His putting was getting a lot better. So um, that's the biggest weak, weak, weakness that comes to him pretty much. And at this course where putting isn't that difficult, I feel like it will really benefit him. And I talked about before, Paul Casey, plus 138, top 20. Uh, he just has all the tools for this event. And I think he's going to do very well here. All right. So that's the top 20. We got leader after one, Chris Ebaum, for all of his plays. Of course, at OTT Matchups. Be sure to follow that for anything as far as uh, matchup plays throughout the course of the weekend. And you know what? While I just teed it up, what's a golfer or two? Who's a golfer or two that you're looking at for possibly a matchup play this weekend? Well, I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because uh, on on my uh, YouTube channel for Off the Tee, I didn't even touch up on the matchups. So I have two matchup plays for you, and then I also have a missed cut that as well Ooh. that I'm going to get into. Bring it. Let's so, go. So I got two two matchups here. I got Sunjay in minus 129 versus Billy Horschel. So uh, this week I'm really looking to save Billy Horschel. I know he had a good performance last week. Everyone saw him roll up his pants and, you know, get in that water and hit a ball and be all crazy and everything. Uh, history's shown with him after a great finish. He tends to have a very bad next tournament. This year, he finished 7th at the Sony Open, and then the next tournament, he got cut at the Farmers. Other times included, he got 5th at the Mayakoba, then he got 24th at the Tournament of Champions, and then he got 2nd at the Window, remembering that playoff, and then he eventually got cut at the Northern Trust. And his weakness is strokes gain approach in his last 50 rounds, so I think that'll, that'll be something to look forward to, because I think Sunjay M should play really well, and I think the minus 129 is the guy that played really hot last week, says a lot that the books feel that pretty much the same Billy Horschel here. And uh, I like Victor Hovland minus 112 for Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, Hovland's been out of his mind. He's never out of a tournament. He's the second highest odd golfer, uh, I think, I believe, on DraftKings. So that, that says a lot right there. Uh, I can't take him with those odds, but with this kind of bet, I think I could take advantage of it here. Yeah, he has a big driver, but he's also accurate. And... Uh, I think I think he hit the well, he hit the fairways really well, and I'm just worried about Bryson uh, just scattering the ball all around. And then if he decides not to do that, and I saw him playing with his like three wood for the most part and just laying up more, I think that kind of messes with his head. So I think if he starts getting to that out of bounds hitting and he decides to dial it back a little bit, I think it's just going to hurt his like psyche for the most part. 
And, and if you parlay them, which I'm going to do, you get plus 238. So you get a little bit more bang for your buck. You get, you get almost two and a half on that. So I like that for a parlay. And finally, from this cut, Billy Horschel plus 275. Uh, I don't think a lot of people are going to be on him for this after how well he played, but I think there's a lot of great equity with him missing this cut. So uh, give me Billy Horschel plus 275 to miss the cut. Wow, how about that? Yeah, that's a nice little payout right there, and uh, that's taking fading a golfer to the next level. We're actively rooting against them. There's nothing wrong with that. It's gambling. We're putting money on the line. So, uh, Billy Horschel, I hope you pull a Matt Wolf and step out of the uh, the race on, on Thursday. As Chris Exushin correctly predicted, he texted me and said, yo, just so you know, it's looking good that we're going to win this this round one matchup, but I think Wolf might even just, it, it just step out and completely uh, fold and he did exactly that and uh, hopefully he's able to figure out what's bothering him because he is not the same golfer as he was last year that's for sure yeah absolutely um, great ball striker and everything but you know what something's going on in his head where he he's just having a really hard time on tour just grasping the grind of the tour and uh, for whatever reason I don't know why but it's definitely something he's going to have to reevaluate all right, uh, we'll get you out of here on this one. Chris Exution at Chris E. Baum. Uh, simply, who's in who's in the conversation come Sunday, Chris? Who do you have that could possibly get it done and win it all in the Arnie Palmer Invitational? So i got four guys that I'm looking at. Uh, I'm going to go with my long shot just because his numbers are just outrageous. He hasn't been in good form of late, but Harris English is 60-1. to 1. When I saw that, I couldn't believe it. I know he's been cut in the last few events and been terrible form, but you know what? He's still a really solid golfer. He finished ninth at this tournament last year. He's very accurate off the tee, very good putter, and he's solid with his stroke gain approach. I'll take a chance on him at 60 to 1, no problem. Uh, I'm getting right back on the horse again. I'm taking Zalatoris 50 to 1. Call me stubborn if you will, but you know what? I think he, I don't want to miss out when he wins one of these tournaments. He's the ball striking machine. I'm kind of worried about his driving accuracy because it's not that well. But if he's accurate on the team, watch out. And uh, I like Hideki Matsuyama, 28 to 1. Uh, I talked about him before. Uh, great ball striker. He's just been flowing, and he did really well this this past week. I believe getting in the top 20, so he's playing really well. And my odds-on favorite guy that I really like to win here is Paul Casey, 25 to 1. It's just every time I look at all these golfers and I'm looking at the data and everything and seeing who's wearing the approaches and the fairway hits and the driving distance and all these things, and who's been in really good form, it's been Paul Casey. And it just makes too much sense at 25 to 1. He's my favorite to win this whole thing. Nothing wrong with that. We've been on the Paul Casey train before. I'm riding with you, man. I'd like to see Zal Torres get the job done, too, uh, as uh, nobody is really calling that number, that's for sure. So we'll see. This is a big-time tournament this weekend, a lot of fun to be had. Of course, down in Orlando, Florida, hopefully nothing but sunshine while they're down there. But again, next week we got the Players' Championship. That's right, TPC back in our face, and I can't wait for this uh, tournament. As we all know about 17, uh, where a good rounds go to die so it's going to be a lot of fun of course we'll break it all down next week but be sure to follow Chris on socials at Chris Ebom and at OTT matchups for all of his latest PGA plays Chris best of luck I look forward to watching this tournament tomorrow my friend